Financial Grown-Up Guide, getting paid what you are worth with Her Money's Jean Chatsky, author of Women With Money. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Welcome, everyone, to a new Financial Grown-Up Guide, where we give you quick tips to help you be a financial grown-up. Very excited about my guest co-host, Jean Chatsky. You may know her from the Today Show and as an entrepreneur with the Her Money community, which includes a podcast, a website, and my favorite part of the venture, that is the in real life, in-person gatherings, which really you will see become a huge part of so much of what Jean is talking about these days. And in her latest book, Women With Money, The Judgment-Free Guide to Creating the Joyful, Less Stressed, Purposeful, and Yes, Rich Life You Deserve. Hi, Jean. Hi, Bobby. So great to have you here. Before we get into more about the book and about your strategies for us all to get paid more, I want to just remind everyone that if they're looking for our classic episodes where we talk to high achievers like Jean, and Jean has been on a classic episode, we'll link to it. We talk to them about money stories that impacted their lives, the lessons from them. Those episodes drop on Mondays and Thursdays. If you have a certain topic that you're interested in, go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown-up podcast, and you'll see a search bar. You can just search by keyword or by the guest name, or you can be in touch with me directly on Instagram. You can DM me. I am at bobbyrebell1 on Twitter at bobbyrebell. Email is hello at financialgrownup.com. Okay, that was a very long way to finally get to Jean Jasky. Jean, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm thrilled. It seems like yesterday we first met after one of your many Today Show appearances. We were introduced by a mutual friend. Hi, Mitch. We were. And I was asking for your advice. You are a mentor to so many and a friend to so many. And now you're bringing us this latest book, Women With Money. My favorite part about it is that it is judgment-free. Can you talk a little bit about that and about the book? Sure, absolutely. So this book is judgment-free because we all make mistakes. I've made more than my share of financial mistakes. And shame and blame don't help anyone. Guilt, there's just no place for it in your financial life. And there's no place for it in the Her Money community. We are adamant on our private Facebook page and in our podcast. We are not going to judge you because everybody has their own goals, their own priorities, their own wants, their own needs. And you should be able to use your resources, your financial resources to get what you want because we all work really, really hard, as you and I both know, Bobby, and having somebody sit on high and wag a finger at you does no good. It's true. And I love that you mentioned the idea of community because I witnessed personally, because I've been to your events, that you actually went and spoke to women in person over coffee, over dinner, passing around cards to start conversations. And People, when they're in person, really confess to a lot of insecurities, including about the topic we're going to talk about in a moment, getting paid. You know, people don't want to seem greedy or they talk about imposter syndrome. This stuff comes out in person and you did that for this book. 
Absolutely. I talked to hundreds of women in the form often of these Her Money Happy Hours, which you've been to, where we did develop this deck of cards. It's just leading questions that get people, often women of various ages who've never met before, to open up about their money. And it's it's really empowering. I, I feel, and I've been told by women who've been through these happy hours, that they just want more, right? Once you start talking about this topic that's been so taboo for such a long time, it's incredibly freeing and empowering. And you leave with this newfound sense of confidence. And I hope that the book gives people who have yet to come to a happy hour a little bit of that too. And from the book, I've asked you to expand on one area, which is something that is gender neutral because everybody should get paid what they are worth. But you gave some tips in the book, and I'm going to ask you to give us a little more information about them, a little value add for our financial grown-up audience. So the first one, tip number one, was to get clear on your number. There is so much information out there available to us these days with a few keystrokes about what a person with our skill set and our level of experience should be paid. We can go to websites like payscale.com and salary.com. One of my favorite tricks is to actually search the want ads that your own company is placing for people, even if you've been with that company for a while, because sometimes you get stuck at a certain salary. You can talk to the women in your company if they're willing to talk with you about how much they're earning. Millennials are much more willing to do this than prior generations. But I know even as you're leaving a job, if you can get yourself to just whisper to one other woman, hey, this is what you should be asking for. This is how the movement spreads. Wow. So that's pay it forward. What if, I mean, how do you even start that conversation if you're on the other end of it and you want to know what someone else is making and how to get to that number if it's more than what you're making. You know, my favorite turn of phrase for this is not to say, what are you making? Because that sounds a little aggressive in some cases, but to say, what do you think a person like me should be earning at this company? Because then you're putting it on you, right? You're not, you're not putting it on them and they can sort of use that as, as a way to give you the inside dirt without really feeling like they're giving too much away. It's a little more subtle and less confrontational. All right, tip number two, rinse and repeat. So I negotiate for myself often, as as you do, I know. We give speeches, we do events, we get paid for this stuff. And asking for money for yourself is really, really, really hard. But once you do it and it works, and you go back and forth because, you know, the person on the other side always wants to pay a little bit less than you want to get, right? Once you do it, it gets easier. So just force those words out of your mouth, sit back, bite your tongue if you have to, wait for a response, don't negotiate against yourself. And you'll find that over time, it it does get easier. Sometimes I still get a little bit of a pit in my stomach when somebody says, what's your rate? You know, and I tell them, but it's it's it does get easier over time. And it's hard to wait for that silence. I call it white space. But that is often really powerful because it puts the pressure on them to just have that silence. Don't leap to fill the silence. You also say to add tax. 
There is value in your experience. Your experience is the tax. The tax is you bring with you whatever you do. You bring a level of skill, a level of experience, a level of enthusiasm. You should get paid for that. You know, we devalue our own worth. We, we're often apologizing for the fact that we're asking for a certain amount of money. No, you know, getting paid more is a really, really good thing. When you get paid more, it lifts your family, it lifts your children, it lifts your community, it lifts the causes that you care about. I was at an event. I was at South by Southwest, actually, EDU last week. And you're so cool, Jean. I, I, you know what? You're with all the cool people. <laughs> I felt really cool. I actually felt really cool. But I, I was there. A guy came up to me afterward, a financial literacy educator. And he said, what do you do when somebody in your class tells you, and it, it was clear that somebody had heard that these kids had heard it from their parents or heard it from somebody else, that making money is evil. And I was a little shocked that this perception is still out there, but there was some nodding at this question. So I know that it, it's still prevalent. And I said, tell them to give it away. You know, make more so that you can be more generous. Make more so that you you think it's evil, then then do something great with it. Because it's having that additional resource allows you to change the world in the way that you want the world to be changed. And that's a really good thing. Right. No one is saying you have to go out and buy a yacht. Um, right. All right. Tip, tip number four, more money might be on the table. Oh, more money is always on the table. Maybe not always, but generally, I am married to a guy who for 20 years, almost 20 years, negotiated salaries at a company that was primarily women in the magazine industry. And he always held something back. And he would come home and he would be disappointed when the people, generally women on the other side, did not ask you know, it was frustrating for him. He wanted them to ask, but he was representing the company. He couldn't just cough it up, right? Ask. There is more money. And if you can't get yourself to name a number, again, the secret words are, can you do better? Love that. What if they say, no, we love you. We think you're great. We think you're worth more, but we just don't have the budget. Then you say, okay, can we revisit this in six months? And what do I have to, what are you expecting from me in order to find the budget? Make them give you specific goals that you need to achieve in order to get paid more and then show them that you actually achieved those goals and keep tabs on it yourself. When you add value to the company in terms of money that you know you're bringing in because you're boosting business in specific ways or you're cutting costs in specific ways, keep tabs on that. Keep a file on your desk so that when you're ready to go back in and have that conversation, you can do it. And also remember that the value often in untangible things too, you want some more, more vacation? This is the time to ask for it. Finally, you know, I had this experience in one of my earlier jobs where my boss told me that he needed to be able to justify to his boss that I was worth more money. And he said, I don't want you to leave, but I want you to go out and get another offer. And so I did that. 
And I felt a little guilty about it, actually, because I really had no intention of going to the other company. But I got the other offer. I came back. I shared it with my boss. And I got a significant raise. My husband, the recruiter, says you can only do that one time at each company. Because if you do it repeatedly, they really get annoyed. Understood. All right. Tell us where we can find out more about all of your ventures, the book Women With Money, but also Her Money and the entrepreneurial powerhouse that it is becoming, Jean. Oh, thank you so much. Her Money, you can find everything you need at hermoney.com. But we've set up a specific page for the book. It's Women With Money Book. If you go there, you'll learn everything that you need to know about the book, including where I'm going to be out and about talking about it. Love that. Congratulations on your next bestseller. Can't wait to hear what you do next, Jean. Thank you, Bobby. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.